Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Jesus 2020. This is Jael coming from Texas, and I am excited today because we have Miss Tiffany Adams in the house hey. that we're going to be interviewing. Hey, Tiffany, how are you? Hi, Jael. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How was your Christmas? Christmas was amazing. Um, it was a little different this year, but it was um, everything that I anticipated it to be. I spent some alone time with just me and God and That's good. Um, a very small uh, group of friends. And it was refreshing and it was different. And the expectations were um, very minimal. And I was just able to just really focus on um, the reason for this season, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. Very good. And you know what? Um, um, a lot of times the Lord will tell me things to tell people. So he's telling me to prophesy over you right now that 2020 is going to be your coming out party. So just get ready, girlfriend. I'm excited. Because here we go. <laughs> Let go. I'm excited. I'm super excited. And I truly believe that. And I appreciate that word because I I've even dove into um, the new year and it's just the third day. Um, with just momentum and great anticipation, not anxiety, but just anticipation, just believing that God has something miraculous for me. You know, 2019 was a year that I actually, um, it was a year of just me working and mm -hmm. me putting in that groundwork and just um, re, just evolving and just, just really going through some things and feeling some emotions and just getting back to um, the basics. And mm -hmm. uh, so that that really has, it's, it was a setup. It was a fantastic year and, you know, a, a challenging year and one of the most challenging years, I must say, but such a rewarding year that just really propelled me for 2020. Awesome. So for those who don't know you, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. What are your interests? What's your occupation? What are your passions? So um, I consider myself as um, a jack of all trades, but my passion uh, right now is literally in motivational speaking and just um, really spearhead spearheading and branding uh, St. Tiffany's, which is a brand that um, represents me as an individual and just my overall uh, desire through advocacy, travel, fashion, and um, also um, just motivational speaking. And what I've focused on lately mostly has just been my motivational speaking. And through that, I have found not only an opportunity to grow mm -hmm. and to, you know, really search within myself and figure things out, but also reaching out to people and being a blessing by sharing my testimony. And uh, second to that, you know, I, you know, I, it's easy, you know, by trade, I am a wardrobe consultant. And so um, I've kind of put that to the side, but I haven't fully forgotten about it. But um, like I said, my main goal right now is just to be authentic and as strong in Christ that I possibly can be. That's so awesome to hear. A young person your age say that because the news keeps telling us and all the magazines keep telling us that young people are turning away from the church, that they're anti-church, anti-religion, anti-God. So as a young person, why do you think that is? Well, I think as a young, um, 
individual, you know, and even close, you know, millennial, we we experience so many things. And even through like social media, our eyes are just caught and captivated by, you know, fashion and mm-hmm. image and, and beauty and all of these things that really make up a, a worldly and a fleshly um, database. And instead of us, you know, really focusing on the power within us, which for me is God and our higher power in Christ Jesus, that we are just distracted by social media and by the things of the flesh and the things that just are right in front of us that causes, you know, I, I consider them as distractions. And um, often we become distracted and even myself, you know, I have experienced things in my life and even just the vanity side and which is one of the reasons that I have put fashion, you know, just a little bit to the side. It's something that I'm very passionate about and you know it is a part of me but that vanity side and when you don't really have that in its full perspective Mm -hmm. you can always get lost right so I feel that for many of us because image is so driven that we become so focused on that and instead of really focusing on seeing Jesus face and really get building a clear relationship with him. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to touch on something you said. So you're right because Satan wants to distract us. If he can't distract us, then he isolates us. If he can't isolate us, then he makes us doubt God's love for us. So you're exactly right. Um, beautiful. You had an accident a while back. So if you don't mind describing what happened and how that has affected your life, because that's the main part of your testimony. That is a really big part of my testimony. And um, my accident, December 23rd, 2013. And an accident, you know, it's just kind of like a verbiage. It's just, it's just a, a, a term. But I've actually been working on that word and trying to redefine it. But Mm -hmm. I did have an accident because it wasn't something that I necessarily planned. And um, I was headed home for Christmas and um, I lost control of my car due to a manufacturer um, defect. And I ran into a tree and I ended up losing both of my legs and basically breaking my neck. And so, mm-hmm. um, for me, it was an accident and it, and it affected me in a very negative manner. But I also believe that there is no accident with God, you know, that, Amen. you know, he has a plan for our life and he knows, you know, even when we think, when I think about one of my favorite scriptures that I've worked with is, you know, Jeremiah 29 and 11 you know, for I know the plans that I have for you, said the Lord, plans to prosper and not harm you, you know. So I just feel like everything happens for a purpose. Um, I was reading um, uh, something, of, you know, from doc, uh, Dr. Tony Evans, and he was just making it clear that, you know, our God is sovereign, mm-hmm. you know, which basically means that there is no such thing as luck, you know, and exactly. and everything, anything that happens to you, good or bad, must pass through through Jesus, through his hands. And there's no accidents with God. And um, 
I also heard him mention that there was a story of this cowboy and he basically was trying to get insurance and the insurance agent asked him, well, you know, have you ever had an accident, which is protocol for them to ask. And he said, well, I, um, I've been bit by a snake <laughs> and I've been kicked in the ribs, you know, by a horse, but, um, I don't really consider that an accident. And she said, well, wait a minute. So you've been bit by a snake and kicked in the ribs by a horse, and that's not an accident? And he said, uh, well, no, they did it on purpose. So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so it's just kind of like you, you recognize that things happen for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Like God has a plan. Like God, if, if it was not for this, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I have tried to take that word accidental and turn it to purposeful. And I believe that all things work together for the good because I'm trusting in God. And I believe that he has a purpose for my life. Oh, that's good faith right there. I hope y'all caught that. Now, I can imagine just having gone through several challenges in my life they weren't physical but they were emotional challenges that you may have had some emotional after effects from the accident you know there may have been some depression or sadness are you um, willing to share anything about that with us and how do you close that gap because I hear a lot of people say in church um, all mental problems are satanic attacks or it's a spiritual thing and then I hear other people say all mental things are physical and I believe that it can be both and not only just pray about it sometimes you need some medication and that's okay too because God created doctors so what are your thoughts on that tell us about your mental health journey with this situation that's very rich child and I appreciate you for having that perspective because um as a Christian, it, it has been a challenge, you know, even discussing things with my family and, you know, people that I confide in and they have kind of threw just God at me mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, post my accident, you know, I, ha I have experienced um, PTSD, mm -hmm. you know, as well as severe anxiety and depression. And um, those are things that I have had to work on and work through, but I haven't necessarily accepted them. You know, they are a part of the diagnosis mm -hmm. and, I, and I recognize them and I see because I actually, I feel them. I, I, I see my behavior and how it is a reflection of those things. And, you know, I, I reached out to uh, a lot, lots of therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists to get the proper help that I needed because when you are in the, that state of mind, prayer may not be the thing that you can actually even wrap your mind around. And right. so if you are so dark and you are so deep, you cannot, it, because let me just speak for myself. I was unable to pray at times. I was unable to see God's face at time. I was unable. So there was a time where I had to use the medication to actually get me to a place of stability so I could see things more clear, so I could see things mm -hmm. more rationally, so I could be more realistic about the situation and actually get to a point of prayer. And I believe that they do work hand in hand. Like I am an advocate of 
you know, getting therapy. And, and, and I believe that I probably will be doing this for a very long time because there's always going to be something come up in your life that you may need to talk through or that you may. Now, medication, that's something else. You know, I personally would like to do things that are more holistic. Like I enjoy yoga and things that can actually clear my mind and my thoughts and take me to a place of peace and prayer and meditation. But just having someone to talk to and to discuss with, you know, also um, the mental health is so dear to me because there is a stigma in our community. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that I am working <coughs> on just <clears throat> actually elevating and working with because I've experienced it and I've experienced how, you know, if I'm having a breakdown, someone will say, go pray about it. Just pray. Just keep praying. Just keep praying. I'm like, but I about what pray about what like what you know and not literally your mind being in such a fog to where you can't even come up with the prayer but i believe that on a spiritual realm when you get to a point to where you can't get out of self because depression is just a state of self it's just it's just a state of self it's a state of of um just bitter and resentment and just just being caught up in yourself and, and in the moment and in the situation and when i was able to get out of self i was able to get more of god and i was able to pray more and i was able to seek his face more and i was able to worship more and then that's when i started to realize this thing was spiritual mm -hmm. like it is a, it's a spiritual warfare that's right. It's a spiritual warfare. So it is. It is. It becomes both spiritual and physical. Right. So for those of you listening, and you know, if you've heard my podcast, you know that I went through mental health issues and I have several diagnoses and I was addicted to a depression medication for a term. Um, depression is oppression. It can be spiritual oppression. And when you're that heavy... And you're carrying the burdens that God never intended for you to carry. It is hard for you to pray. It is hard for you to worship. Absolutely. But I want you guys to hear and to understand that God hears the prayers that you can't pray. He hears the he sees and feels and hears the tears that you won't cry. So whatever it is, he's there for you and he knows. Even honey, if all you can say is Jesus, that's enough. Because he already knows. Thank you for being transparent about that. Now, with difficulties in life and challenges, like you were saying, and you're so positive, I appreciate that. What has been the silver lining for you? What has been the gift that has come out of this event? For me, the the what I can what I am most what I am most astonished by is just God's gift of love and compassion mm. and how he literally has never left me like in mm -hmm. my moments of loneliness and my in my moments of oppression and my moments of fear and resent and hurt God has been right there and with that understanding I feel like even though there were times where I couldn't pray and I couldn't do certain things, I always had a worship. And if it was through music, if it was through, you know, just 
getting out of bed and me saying, thank you, God. It, it was a spirit of gratitude. And I believe that gratitude and, and, and having that, that spirit and that, that mindset and that heart of thanksgiving, that it's always rewarding for you. And God, he honored that. He, he mm -hmm. really honored that. And I'm, I'm really grateful. And I, I must pat myself on the back just for acknowledging that God has been present. Although, you know, I allow myself to stay in self-pity for a very long time. But I also believe that there were so many lessons that I had to learn in order to transition to where I am right now that to fully understand that God is sovereign and in his sovereignty is like nothing else. Like it is Amen. like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And, and so I'm just grateful for his forgiveness and for his love and for his compassion. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is when you are going through the fire, when you're going through a difficult season, you can still have faith through a spirit of worship and gratitude. Absolutely. That is so, so rich. I hope you guys are writing notes down because she's giving you nuggets of wisdom today. Absolutely. Go, friend. Tiffany. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Thank you. So what advice do you have for anybody who has an unexpected tragedy or loss or something that seems like appears to be initially a tragedy or a loss? I feel like the best thing for us to do is to be encouraged in any season, in any situation. That's you know, good. don't waste your exile. You know, see God for welfare, for for comfort, for peace, for love mm -hmm. in any season that you're in. You know, and he 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 shows us examples biblically to where we have the right to do that you know because through i feel like through christ we become covenant we become a part we become just we are his own we right. are his own and there is nothing like the love of god there there's nothing like really basking and accepting his love and his grace and his mm -hmm. warmth and his power and and, and through any season that you go through it, man, I'm telling you, I know for myself, like, I'm not just saying this. It's through experience. It gets stinking tough. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, rock down, dirty, hands dirty, knees yeah. dirty. Like, how In am I pit. getting out of this pit? <laughs> yeah. And if we can just find a way to be encouraged mm -hmm. in any season, God is going to get the victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at you preaching over here. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is turned into a sermon. I love it. <laughs> so I hope you all are really listening to this young lady. She's so positive about a, what could have been a life altering situation. And she has turned it into a beautiful blessing because she understands that she's still alive, that God has a plan and a purpose for her life. Her life is not over. She's young. God has things for her to do. She has passion, purpose, and potential. So what is, what's, what's next for you? So again, I am working on a few things. I, I really want to 
fully focus on the motivational speaking, focusing on my mental health advocacy and awareness and giving as much as I can and giving it with a heart of gratitude, you know, more community service, more um, just getting close to God. Uh, My St. Tiffany's brand is very dear to me. And I, I would I want I want to fully focus on that and um, my nonprofit tenacity for Tiffany and use all of those different entities to be a blessing to humanity to society and just give and 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 help uplift those people who really are at a moment of hopelessness and that that just need hope that just need someone who's been there because it's nothing like someone telling you something that they've never experienced opposed to someone coming in and sitting and chatting and saying, look, I know because I've been there. Right. I've been there. Exactly. And so I want to spend my time uplifting and encouraging those who have experienced trauma or just feelings of hopelessness to let them know that Weeping may endure for a night, but joy always comes in the morning. All right. So is there a web address you can give us or a, an email so people can get in touch with you for speaking engagements? I do. I actually can be reached at uh, www.tiffanynadams.com. And again, that's www.tiffanynadams.com. And that's my website where you can see... Um, everything about my story and there's also a way to subscribe and then leave messages and comments and also book me for any type of engagement. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you guys feel encouraged. Um, You should never feel hopeless because you serve the God of the universe. He woke up one day and said, you know what? I need to create one of whoever you are. So that means you're special and unique and blessed by God. Thank you for joining me today. Be blessed.